the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the Arthur Idala Power Hour, sponsored by Hempleaf. We won't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. Portions of this program are pre-recorded. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Well, you know it's Wednesday when you get to hear Matt Sambolino give you that beautiful, beautiful introduction regarding the shea butter that I have all over my head. Hello, Mr. Sambolino. How are you, sir? Good evening. I know you missed my voice, especially for those Hempley billboards. Uh, yeah, well, thank you very much. And um, I believe some form of congratulations are in order to you and the uh, the Salem family. I mean, not really to me, but to, to the family, yes. Um so this past Monday, I was in Orlando at the National Religious Broadcasters NRB conference where WMCA, our sister station, picked up the Station of the Year award. Oh, very nice. Well, that's a, that's a big deal. So congratulations. Um, and how was Florida? Florida was nice. I didn't have the best time commuting back. I hit that uh, patch of uh, Florida rain, which got my flight delayed about seven hours. Whoa, that's yeah, not that's not a lot of fun. Yeah, not a lot of fun at all. Well, speaking about a lot of fun, Joan Pelz is here. Hi, Joan. Hi, Arthur and Matthew Sambolino. Well, <laughs> Matt, you weren't here yesterday. Maybe you were later, but um, Joan is right, and I'm not making light of this. She's been upset. She's upset yesterday. She's upset today because that woman who was on the subway who had her head pushed into a moving train, I mean, if you wrap your brain around that, that is... That's very scary. Yeah, it's yeah. horrible. No, I'm like and that's exactly shaking. Jones train station where yeah. she's uh, on and it's a woman who's, you know, basically similarly situated to our own Joni Pelzer. Well, I need to ask Joan, do you have anything to protect yourself when, you know, the poo-poo hits the fan on the trains, which seems to be happening a lot these days? I, you know, I don't have anything like mace or something. I mean, you're talking? You, I mean what are you going to do? I mean, under what that are you circumstances, do, it, she, she didn't see it coming. No, she was pushed from behind in her head. Like the man put his hands up and a woman witnessed it. I keep watching this woman talk about it on the news, how he literally put his hands on her head and pushed her into the moving train. She didn't even know what happened. Her whole head was like open. The woman said she asked her, am I going to die? I mean, this is like. This is pretty freaking scary. Well, um, I was on the train today. I was, where did I go? So I started my day off at the Eastern District of New York, where I started my day off yesterday. And um, I actually cheated a little bit because 
just to give you a little insight into the life of a lawyer, um, there are some days when I have to read stuff and then I'll jump on the subway. And there's some days when I have to make phone calls. So then I'll take some sort of a vehicle. Um, So today I had to do the, the, the telephone stuff early and one of those calls was my parents, but I also had to um, make some business calls. And then I was in the Eastern district of New York on a pretty heavy case. Um, Then I took the subway up here and you know, I, there was a, it was interesting. It was a homeless guy came on and he had a brand new dress in his hands that had the label on it. And he stood up and he's like, look, I have a brand new dress here. Um, I don't want it. So I'm just going to leave it here for someone else to take. And he just put it on on the, the, the railing on one of the benches and he just walked away. Uh, and he got out at the next stop. And I was like, hmm, this is interesting. I mean, look, the subway is always interesting. The biggest difference in the last 20 years about the subway is the cell phone. It just used to be that, like, people would read a book or read a magazine or read a newspaper. And you would be much more aware. And even though, yes, 20 years ago there were Walkmans and people had headphones on, I looked around today because of all the subway incidents People are so, including myself, by the way, people are so distracted. And, you know, I ask Luca all the time, Luca, what does Nono say? Which is my father. Be alert. Be alert. Be aware of your surroundings. Look around what's going on. And we're just not alert anymore. We're just, we're so into our devices. Correct. And it's, you might as well just put victim on the top of your head. Because... Someone could take something from you or do something to you before you even realize it's happening because you're reading the New York Post on your phone or some email on your phone. Today I was reading a a uh, medical report on my phone when I was when I was coming up from court to the office. So that is definitely a little a, a big change in how we function as a society. Now, Joan, there was a little news about the NYPD today. There was. And the chief there is someone the, we know. And the, yes, the chief of patrol. Yep. Highest um, ranking cop underneath Sewell. Right. He's the, the highest ranking uniformed officer. Yep. Mandry. Is that how you say his name? Madry. Madry. Jeff Madry. Who we've met and we've taken pictures Several with. Times. He's Great a guy. Real experienced uh Lawyer, a lawyer, listen to me, a law enforcement officer. Apparently, a couple of years ago, he was involved in a um, situation where a retired police officer uh, displayed what appeared to be a gun in front of children, and he was initially brought into the precinct, and apparently Chief Madry, well, he wasn't the chief, I don't think, well, he may have been a chief, but he wasn't the chief, which he is now, um, interfered it and killed the arrest mm-hmm. and that was has was been brought to light and so imagine the awkwardness of um the police commissioner having to call in her first in charge yeah. and say okay you know here's a, and i think now she suspended him for nine days or ten days nine of, of, ten not, day of not vacation of vacation six to ten vacation days um, he said he'll fight it. And he's got He's going to appeal. And, um, yeah, it's called a command B discipline. That's got to be awkward. I mean, awkward. who? I mean, who? He's who, a good guy, and he didn't get there for no reason. Yeah. I mean, and, and he may have. Uh, look, we don't know the facts, so I don't want to comment on the facts. But think about it. This is our NYPD. You want them to. And right. We just finished talking about crime on the subway. Mm-hmm. We want them to be as cohesive and, in, in the, you know, the same 
seeing things eye to eye and be one big happy family. You know, that I'm not happy to hear that, that all of this is going on. We need the NYPD to be in sync now more than ever. Now, this doesn't really affect the rank and file folks who are, you know, got police men and women who are on the subways and, and okay, they're, they're, they're bosses, 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 boss got suspend got taken 10 days away from vacation. I don't think it's a big deal, but you know, you want things to run as smoothly as possible. I mean, that's how I feel here in my little law firm. What are you looking at me? For? I know you are you about to look at something else. Yeah. And you can't yet. Oh, why? Cuz I have a surprise for you. Oh, okay. So you can do whatever you were going to do later. Okay. But first, Matt and I have and Alex have a surprise for you. Matt, should we bring the surprise in? Sure, why not? They're Let's on the line. It. Hello. This is Arthur Idala. Hello. Hmm. Did we lose our surprise, Matt? No, they're there. Just okay. not talking. Okay. Well, that's really interesting. I always love being <laughs> on the radio and having dead air. Um, so I apologize for Maybe the dead air. Maybe he can't air. hear us. Well, what I was going to talk to you. Can you hear us? I, I, no, he's gone now. Oh, he's gone? Um, we'll leave that to Matt to fix. So what I was going to talk about, just to put things in perspective, you know, our law firm right now, Idala Bertuna and Cammons, is doing very well. And, um, you know, with the, the phone. back one here. Okay. We're, we're jumping <laughs> back over here. Hi, it's Thank Arthur. Really cool Who am I talking to? Matt, oh, Sam Bolin, you're in charge, brother. Ne- Hello, special guest. This is live radio. See, okay. you know we're live and local, like that guy who goes, portions of the show are pre-recorded. <laughs> this is not the pre-recorded part of the show. This surprise. Um, surprise okay, well, I have, I have, no. <laughs> so I have two minutes left, and I just want to tell you how, like, my ego got checked today, uh, actually yesterday, by reading the cover of the Law Journal. The New York Law Journal is kind of like the Bible for us lawyers. Sherman and Sterling to merge with Allen and Overy. So these are law firms. Sherman and Sterling and Allen Overy plan to merge, the firm said on Sunday, in a joint announcement, adding the new firm will be called Allen Overy Sherman Sterling, or A&O Sherman for short. The, here's the part that put me in check, my ego in check. The firm said A&O Sherman will have combined revenues of $3.4 billion, have about 3,900 lawyers, about 800 partners across 49 offices. And I thought I was doing well. Um, you know what? I wouldn't want those headaches. Do you know the headaches that must come with um, uh, that must come with running a law firm that has 3,900 lawyers, 800 partners in 49 offices? Because there is a managing partner for that. In other words, or... I guess there's several, but there's got to be someone at the top of that totem pole. Yes, $3.4 billion sounds like a lot of money, but boy, are those a lot of mouths to fees. And that, by the way, that does not cover anything with the non-legal staff. So if you have 800 partners, each one of them has at least one like assistant. And then of the 3,900 lawyers, there are paralegals. I mean, it is just a behemoth. Um, to deal with, but it's great to get your ego put in check. It's great to be humbled because, you know, every once in a while my ego gets a little crazed. Um, and, um, we, um, you know, we, we 
get a little ahead of ourselves, let's put it that way. And then you read something like this, I'm like, boy, am I really just a little piece of sand in the big uh, ocean of life. But I will tell you this, um, we all just had a big meeting with a very important client, and um, that client remarked about the cohesiveness of our law firm. And that's kind of what I was talking about when I was talking about the NYPD and how I would want the cohesiveness with the police commissioner and the chief of patrol because I was talking about... Um, crime on the subways, and you know that. So I'm trying to tie it all together. Crime on the subways goes with the efficiency of the NYPD, and I used our little law firm as an example of the efficiency uh, of any corporation institution going together, no matter how big or how small. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back with Joseph Borelli, friends of Frank Morano, who's going to talk about the budget that's going on here in the city of New York. Don't go anywhere. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's 5000 50000 or 500000 we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-6745. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-575-6745. That's 800-575-6745. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. Well, I have some very important dates for you guys to uh, put down. It depends on where you're at. But if um, if you're interested, as you should be, because it's a necessity of having some estate planning done, you have an opportunity to get free legal advice. Yes, I just talked about a law firm talking about $3.4 billion. And now I'm talking about a law firm who's going to give you something for free. On Monday, June the 19th at Buckley's Restaurant on Avenue S in Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m., Mike Connors of Connors & Sullivan will be there conducting a free seminar and answering your questions about wills and trusts, power of attorneys, healthcare proxies, living wills, and estate plans. On Tuesday, June the 20th at DeLuca's Trattoria, 616 Forest Avenue, Staten Island, 11 a.m. and 3 p.m., Mike Connors will be there. Wednesday, June 21st at 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. at the storied Greenhouse Cafe on 3rd Avenue in Brooklyn, New York. Thursday, June the 22nd at 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. at Conley's Corner, Grand Avenue in Masspeth, Queens. And finally, Friday, June the 23rd at the Adria Hotel, Northern Boulevard in Bayside, Queens at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. You can listen to Mike Connors of Connors & Sullivan educate you during these free seminars and if you can't make one of those free seminars, then just call Connors and Sullivan at 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. And remember what Mike Connors always says, the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all. Listen to AM 970, The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or odyssey.com. Time you dress so fine, do the bumps of dime in your prime. Then you 
all you thought they were all I'm kidding you You used to laugh about Everybody that was hanging out Now you don't talk so loud Now you don't seem so proud About having to be scrounging Interrupt that, Sambolino. How does it feel? Cannot interrupt that. By the way, happy birthday, Bob Dylan, who's 82 today. I got it. I know. I'm on it. I'm Tommy Chung, 85. Patty LaBelle, 79. So, I got a quick Dylan story for you. And by the way, I, I would be so remiss if I didn't. You know, one of the one of our listeners said, "Are you going to talk about DeSantis's announcement today?" No, I'm not. I'm not. Go listen to Mark Levin or or one of these other national guys, and let the, the, they could they'll do a better job at that. I'm talking about the subways, okay? I'm talking about going to Bad Roman, a restaurant tonight in Columbus Circle, which shows a, a part of New York being back. We're live. We're local, man. We are local here. You understand? You guys better sit tight because Joni is going to blow you away in moments about facts regarding the Brooklyn Bridge, whose birthday it is today. But I want to just, uh, we have to take our hats off, Sam Bellino, to Tina Turner. Yes, absolutely. I know you played Tina Turner before. I'm sorry I missed it. Uh, I, I should have mentioned it as soon as I heard it. But, um, you know, an absolute legend. They did the Broadway show about her, Tina. Absolutely fantastic. Marion and I absolutely loved it. Uh, the grand finale in that show was really, 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 really great. Um, she had a rough life. You know, if you watch it, it's all these famous people like, oh, so lucky to not be in that, that type of a spotlight, spotlight because it's definitely not as glamorous as one would think. So, Rest in peace, Tina Turner. I want to jump back to Bob Dylan for a second. So uh, when Marion and I first started dating, we went to um, three concerts within a relatively short period of time. Um, first, we saw Peter Gabriel. And Peter Gabriel, for people who don't know, was originally a, the founder of Genesis with Phil Collins. And then he left and he just did his own solo album. And he did unbelievable work. The album So... Uh, with Sledgehammer and Red Rain and Us, uh, just, and, and he was known for his live performances. Uh, I saw him at Jones Beach with my boy Glenn. It was unbelievable. But now, like, 25 years goes by, right? And he goes from being, like, in his 30s to his 50s or maybe his, yeah, maybe his late 30s to his 60s. He was not good. Like, he was so not good that, like, Marion and I were starting to, like, chit-chat, and someone yelled at us, like, do you have to keep talking? I'm like, well, he's just not that good anymore. Then the next show we went to see, and this has to do with Mr. Dylan, was we saw Bob Dylan, I believe, I want to say at Madison Square Garden. And, you know, Marion's like, well, I'm not really a Bob Dylan fan. I'm like, neither am I, but he's Bob Dylan, and he's a legend. We have to go see him. And that song that Sam Bellino just played, um, Rolling Stone, which obviously because of the Rolling Stones, although I don't think that one has anything to do with the other, but I, and everyone loves that song. Dylan was so bad. You could not even tell that that was the song he was singing. It was like, how does it feel? On your own. Structured home. Plain unknown. 
Rolling Stone. I was like, I was like, I'm sorry, Marion, I'm over two. And then the third show, the third show. I want to say it was December the 10th. It was right around there, December 8th, December the 10th. It was the year they opened the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. And San Bellino, take one guess of the band that Marion and I went to see at the Barclays Center that same year where Dylan wasn't good, where Peter Gabriel wasn't good. Take a guess of the band that blew the roof. That was the, I said it to Marion while they were playing. And then, um, and then the, the headline, like the mini headline of the Daily News said the same thing. The blank band blew the roof off the back. I said off the Barclays Center. They said off of Brooklyn. Take a guess what band it uh, Let me guess. Would it have to be the Rolling Stones? Yeah, yeah they were course. unbelievable. I don't think Marion ever saw me so crazed. <laughs> I was, they were so good. And I was so used to seeing the Stones in the huge venues, right? You know, Giant Stadium and Shea Stadium. Um, we were at 90,000 people. You know, Shea Stadium, it was like 50,000 people. This is the Barclays Center. It's like 18,000 people. They were just absolutely fantastic. Um, as was, in case I didn't make it clear yesterday, as was Bruce Springsteen. And, you know, you Tina Turner is in that category. You, she's in the category. Arguably, uh, yes. And she puts no, I, I, don't, I don't think arguably. I think Tina Turner is in the category of the Stones. And, and, and I mean, she's been around forever, she, man. She's like one of the, you know, the female... They call her one of the greatest rock and roll artists yeah, ever. 100%, 100%. Dylan, Tina Turner. I mean, you know, you got to throw Aretha Franklin in there. Um, I mean, these are just real musicians who um, who have changed uh, you know, American culture. Her whole thing with uh, Mad Max, Thunderdome. When it's two men enter, one man leave. Two men enter, one man leave. Are you too young to know that, Sam Bellino? Yeah, I'm not too familiar with that one. Really? So she's, she, she doesn't just sing in Thunderdome, which she does, and she sings an unbelievable song. Well, um, the, the song I uh, ended seg one with was right. uh, from Thunderdome. Thank you. Exactly. I, you know, I'm, I'm really caught up here with everything that's going on in this show. Um, we got frosted up phone lines. You know, I don't know what's going on, but I'm enjoying myself. It's been. It's just been. Uh, yes, we're just having a lot of. Where uh, yes, we're going to get more of Joni. Um, so, what do you think is going to happen eventually to your voice? I mean, you're doing a concert. I know June on 22nd. June twenty second. I just got my invite today, my formal invite. How's it look? It looks amazing with the picture of all of you and Imran in it now with his saxophone in the front row. Yeah, that was. I cool. mean, it's pretty. And Doug, Doug wasn't in your we, original um, band. So we're we're playing another gig on June twenty second. San Bellino will be DJing. It's going to be a lot of fun. I got to like my head is so. I not have there. people coming. I got people. Yeah. All right, you got your people. I got coming. my people. I'm I, hoping I could like jump up on stage and sing with you guys. No, you, you, you know what? I, I'm going to scratch <laughs> that idea now. That's not going to. All right, Joan. Let's let's educate the listeners. Okay. Tell us about the Brooklyn Bridge. Happy so, birthday to the Brooklyn Bridge. This Go is ahead. A, this is you know the reason we're doing this is this is a very special. What, Maddie? We got three. What did minutes. he say? Oh, three minutes. I, no, I'm taking more than three minutes for the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, so boy. the Brooklyn Bridge. Why is it significant? Is because Brooklyn connects Manhattan, and your law career started in Brooklyn. And has brought you to both places. So it's super. Ah, listen to that. He did this on the, the fly Brooklyn without Bridge. even DJ. This is the Brooklyn Bridge. I yeah, was going to play that to open segment four. 
Well, yeah, you're, you're taking his thunder over here. Listen, I got my own little DJ over here. <laughs> so it's the 140th birthday of the Brooklyn Bridge. Fast fact for you about me. My theater company had a location at the South Street Seaport, and our first show was the Brooklyn Bridge show. We wrote it about the building of the Brooklyn Bridge. Isn't that fun? Oh, yes, Johnny. That's fun. Can you tell Isn't me some fun? facts about the Brooklyn Bridge? So Didn't took, the guy die and his 14, wife took over? I'm going to tell you a lot of facts. Ready? It took 14 years to build. It started in 69, 1869, completed today in 1883, so 140 years ago. Was it completed today? Was the ribbon cutting today? It was completed, it says. wasn't completed until May 24th, 1883. Is, That's what it says. Look, Joan, if you're going to come on the power hour, we need to have the fact. <laughs> have to, is this the I date? Know, the going to check is my this, facts. Is this the day people crossed over the bridge? This, You know, that's a very good question. Here we go. Here we go. You, know, you can't get good me. help yeah, these days. Wait, I got go a lot of good key you, info. I just so right. folks understand how the sausage is made a little bit in the world of radio. <laughs> Joan, thank God, has I moved into our lot. law office, right? She's got her own office here, whatever. She's, she's, she's a fantastic producer. Everyone says that. Jerry Foley says it. Jerry Crowley says it. Uh, and Murano says it. Sibelius says it. She's fantastic, right? She's so excited all day about this Brooklyn Bridge story. I know. She's like, we're going to do a whole thing on the Brooklyn Bridge, and we love the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. I'm going to give you all the facts about the Brooklyn Bridge. And I ask a very simple question. Like, is today the day that they, like, put the last brick on the bridge? Or is oh, today they God, did the big, like, ribbon me. cutting? Well, we're going to have to go to a commercial. Last brick on bridge. Yeah, well, 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 and then it I guess it's the day it officially is the day completed. that it's celebrated that it's completed. Okay, but is that the same as it being I'm open? Looking it up. Frank so, is probably faster than I me. love. I love the money for nothing. By the way, this is another. We we're doing a great, great music day here. Johnny. Dire Straits with Mark Knopfler on the lead guitar. Uh, he's uh, accompanied on vocals by Sting who was in the audience watching Bruce Springsteen with me, Arthur Idala, on Sunday night. Uh, I was there with Mr. Bitter and, and others from the Idala Power Hour. Um, so we're going to go to the bottom of the hour. Opened. It opens. So now we know. There I it is, folks. The Brooklyn the Bridge was open. Time. Joni was correct. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hi, Kevin McCullough. It's Radio Night Live's Wellness Night. And tonight, Dr. Mark Siegel and Dr. Francisco Contreras join me. Hope you'll be there. 7 o'clock. Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn's signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. Dennis Prager here. Visit the Holy Land with me and inspiration cruises and tours. No other trip will be like it. The Stand with Israel tour. Call 855-565-5519 or visit standwithisraeltour.com. All right, so let's talk about our friends at Plaza College. Plaza College is part of the family here at the Idola Power Hour because they are going to change your life. Like everyone at times in their lives needs a life-changing 
element and Plaza College could be yours because obviously you always hear me touting about their school of court reporting, court reporting, court reporting. But Plaza College has been around since 1916. And not only do they have the school of court reporting, but they have four other schools of study. And let's face it, studying and schooling will change your life. Their newest school is their school of nursing. The accelerated bachelor of nursing I'm sorry, the Accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing program can be completed in just 16 months. Students complete their curriculum in the new Center for Healthcare Simulation on Plaza's campus and within the best hospital systems in New York City. They also have a dental hygiene program with a 20-chair community clinic. Students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. It is incredible. If you want additional information regarding the programs they mentioned or Plaza's other areas of study, like their School of Business and Paralegal Studies or School of Allied Health, just visit their website at plazacollege.edu. That's plaza, P-L-A-Z-A, college.edu. Hi, this is Judge Kamins, a partner at Idala Bertuna and Kamins, and where Arthur Idala of the Arthur Idala Power Hour works at his 24-7 day job. In 2014, I retired from the bench to join ABK, which is a full-service preeminent boutique firm that has been helping New Yorkers when legal problems arise. ABK is uniquely qualified to assist New Yorkers who have a wide range of legal problems, from personal injury claims and civil litigation to criminal defense and trusts and estates. I personally work on appellate matters, attorney disciplinary matters, and complex legal issues with a dedicated group of attorneys who provide a team approach to each case. There is no legal problem too big or small for this talented and hardworking legal team. So when you think of the Idala Power Hour, also keep in mind ABK, the power legal firm. So I got a new move. I got a new move with the hemp leaf. I mentioned it to you yesterday, but here's the truth. Um, I read this article, um, and it's all about the neck, Joni. The neck? Yes. We're the, basically the same age, right? Yes, we are. Okay. So basically... You're actually younger than me. Yeah, by days. <laughs> um, no, I'm days you're younger six than I know. I'm I, right. I'm days younger than Torelli. Kim yes. Torelli, who and works. She's November twenty eighth or 29th. Yes. Um, the neck is what was what rots on us. So and now it's what shows your age the most. Yeah. So my new move now. I, and this is the truth. I, I told you. I'll always tell you the truth. I put the hemp leaf shea butter on, but on my neck now before I go to sleep. Okay. And when I wake up. And have you noticed a difference? Well, I don't want to notice a difference. In other words, yes, you, you, I'm just good, looking to maintain. Good. I was tricking you. There I'm you just, go. I'm just looking to maintain the status quo. Yep. So I want to thank our, our friends at Hemp Leaf, especially yep. our man Jason and we Ray. We got to get them back on next week. Um, besides besides the 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 product being on my, they also said to me if I put it on my top of my head before I go to sleep. It helps with sun um, burn yes. protection. So yes. I do that, although I've been really wearing my straw hat because my dermatologist begged me to cover my bald head. got to be careful. Got to be careful. So here's the deal with the hemp leaf shea butter-based creams that I'm using. I'm using it on my head, my face, my neck. I got a little burn on the back of my neck. We'll talk about that another you time. I'm putting spot. it on that. <laughs> you know, someone hit me in the back of the neck with a cigar. It's oh. a whole situation. Um, so um, I would like to tell you guys to follow my lead go to www.hempleaf h-e-m-p-l-i-e-f.com www.hemplief.com look at their products mention the name arthur at checkout buy it all and you'll get 10 percent off 
Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. There they are, man. The men. The Rolling Stone, 1968, the Rolling Stones released the single Jumpin' Jack Flash in the UK. The track gave them their seventh UK number one hit. Keith Richards has stated that he and Jagger wrote the lyrics while staying at Richards' country house, which is true, where they were awoken one morning by the sign of Gardner Jack Dyer walking past the window. When Jagger asked what the noise was, Richard responded, Oh, that's Jack. That's Jumpin' Jack. Wow, that's cool. That's in, um, so I I can't say I read Keith's book, but I listened to it. I guess it was a year ago. Oh, God, I got this gig in 28 days, and I am not in physical shape for it. Um, Did you ask Sam Bellino to call Chuck? Sam Bellino, could you try to call Chuck? You got it. Okay. Um, Joan, go ahead. What else do you have to say about the proclamation? I'll tell you something about hemp leaf. So I gave my mom the heel elixir. And she is blown away. She's on, she's listening to us right now. So say hi to Roz. Hi, she Roz. is blown away. She's been putting it on her feet every night. No kidding. And she doesn't wear high heels right now. But her feet were having neuropathy after her cancer treatment a bunch of years ago. And her feet are doing so well now. So I'm thrilled that she's feeling it. Well, I'm listen. I'm very Full happy. I'm very happy to hear that. Is there anything you have to say about the Brooklyn yes, Bridge? Yes, you want to know. So yeah, yes, ahead. on that particular day, you know, you know, it's about like standing alone for greatness for New York. And John August Augustus Roebling was an immigrant from Prussia who actually built it, the first ever steel wire suspension bridge, longest and biggest ever for 20 years until the Williamsburg Bridge came and made, was okay, bigger. Okay, but everyone talks bigger. about the Brooklyn Bridge. The first the one, you know, it was three people that worked on it. It was John, his brother, brother and then the wife I mean his son, it. and then his son's wife because he got yeah. something happened. They died. She was the first one to cross the bridge that day with a rooster for good luck there you go. in her lap. I need How to cool talk. is that? Thank you. Joan, you did a, a fantastically mediocre job. On, no, I'm oh, joking. On, all right, we'll do a and whole show on the Brooklyn Bridge fun. next year. I want to, I, I, because Chuck tends to be long-winded as well. I want to bring on <laughs> political analyst Chuck like Thies, um, because apparently, in uh, me being a lawyer all day long today, and I was really a very active lawyer today. Um, I didn't catch any of this DeSantis stuff, and I guess I feel obligated to talk about it since Chuck sent me a text message that I can't read on the air that <laughs> basically said basically said it didn't go too well. So, Chuck, we got about three to four minutes. Let's talk about what happened today on the airwaves. So Ron DeSantis is now officially a presidential candidate, <clears throat> and every presidential candidate gets one bite at the launch apple. And we remember Obama in in illinois we remember trump coming down the golden escalator no one if ron desantis is fortunate will remember this desantis announced yesterday that he would be making his announcement in a place called twitter spaces and that elon musk would be hosting the event first of all the servers crashed for the first half hour no one could hear anything. Voices would clip in. Voices would clip out. Then, finally, they get the technology together, 
At one point, maybe 800,000 people were logged on. It seemed like about 200,000 people were logged on when DeSantis finally started to speak. The audio quality, it sounded like he was talking to a 1970s princess telephone, and he just read his stump speech. There was nothing inspirational. There was nothing unique. And it's, it's 2023, Arthur. It's not 1923. There was no live video. It was audio only. Oh, really? I, 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 yes. No video. Oh, so this was like a, a, a FDR fireside chat when my dad would sit by the radio and listen? Yeah, but the, but the audio quality was worse. And wow. that was 100 years ago. This was just terrible. And in the middle of it on Twitter, because everyone was trying to log on, right? And you, you'd click the link and it would say, um, uh, this space is not ready or uh, failure to launch, all kinds of things that Twitter does when it has simple glitches. But, of course, they should have anticipated hundreds of thousands of people logging on. So while people are trying to log on to that, the Biden campaign sends out a tweet that the last time I checked had more than a quarter million interactions. And it simply just said, this link works, and it directed you wow. to his fundraising page. Wow, this is, wow. This is like Howard wow, Dean's wow. scream on crack. Arthur, to quote you, because I can say this on the radio, Ron DeSantis screwed the pooch. Oh, you quoting me? No, I would have said, did poo-poo in the bed, but that's a difference. That was a ch- that was a, a Cords George line. Um, oh, well, Cords George, if you're listening, thank you. I have used that faithfully for 30-some-odd years. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Chuck, real quick, we got two minutes left. What's uh, what's life like down in Washington, D.C.? You know, we're talking here about the migrants coming in and there's some subway issues. Give us two minutes on D.C. Well, you know, the big issue in D.C. right now is crime, and that's not uncommon in um, uh, East Coast, the metropolitan centers. But we have a real crime crisis, and our mayor is trying to address it, but our local city council is not. In fact, our local city council chairman just said he's not going to hear the mayor's public safety legislation until after summer recess. He basically said the crime crisis, which, by the way, the juvenile homicide rate has doubled in this city, right? That's a crisis. When more children, twice as many children are dying this year than last year, that's a crisis. And, and the Ch- Chuck, I'm just going to... Chairman, I... Phil Mendelson, hang on, Phil Mendelson said summer vacation before we address the crime crisis while children are dying in our streets so that's what's going on in the only thing i'm going to disagree with you on you said it's an east coast crime thing chicago is not on the east coast st louis i wouldn't consider the east coast san francisco certainly not the east coast neither is la it's a big city crisis and i'm going to leave you with this because you're going to want to kill me because you're going to want to have so much to say but my republican friends who i'm going to go have dinner with shortly uh, because most of my friends from high school they all say, what do all of those big cities have in common? They have Democratic mayors. Well, yeah, and of course, they, they, you know, a lot of these big cities also defunded or hamstrung their police during the 2020-2021 reaction to the murder of George Floyd, and they just went too far with police reform. Here, we have fewer cops today than any time in 50 years. We had wow. 4,000 cops in 2013 today. We're on the brink of falling below 3,000. 20 seconds, Chuck. Tell me something about Tina Turner. 20 seconds. Tina Turner. Tina Turner. Okay. I 
had the, the, the privilege and the honor to go to Live Aid in Philadelphia on July 13th, 1985, and I saw that famous performance with Mick Jagger and Tina Turner, and they rocked 100,000 people. We lost an icon, so everyone should spin some Tina Turner tonight and not the stuff with Ike. There you go, baby. My man, Chuck Thies, Charlie. When I met Chuck and I in college, he said, do me a favor, don't, don't call me Charlie. I got the whole school calling him Charlie within a year. I love you, Chuck. Regards to Jody and Felix, man. We'll see you real soon. Be good. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back, and we got some sort of surprise brewing. I don't know. Maybe Joni's going to tell us some more about the Brooklyn Bridge. We'll be right back. What does the perfect wedding entail? Just you, the love of your life, your guests, and the iconic New York City skyline. Sound too good to be true? Well, guess what? It's not. You can say, I do, with gorgeous views of the New York City skyline in the distance on board the Atlantis yacht of New York Cruises. New York Cruises is the premier, unique wedding venue. They have a dedicated staff of experienced hospitality professionals who can provide you with wedding, cruise, event planning services every step of the way. Your guests will be wined and dined on the main deck, sky deck, and lounge deck with 360-degree views of the Manhattan skyline. The Atlantis of New York Cruises is the perfect venue for corporate events, weddings, engagements, and anniversary parties, reunions, retirement parties, birthdays, bar mitzvahs, bat mitzvahs, you name it. Call 212-633-1231. That's 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today or just visit newyorkcruises.com. Allora, adesso tempo per noi parliamo le cose bellissime d'Italia, perché io sono tornato da Italia 48 ore fa e sente me, è un paese stupendo. You should go to Italy, basically. I just told you, it's a spectacular, stupendous was the word I used, stupendous, stupendous place. Think about this, Rome, Catania, Taromina, Savoca, Forza Teatro, Mount Etna, Palermo, all those awesome little towns around Palermo, like like Cefalu, uh, you could go down to Bolognetta, like Carafride, where um, Frank Sinatra was born, you could go all the way down far south and go take a look at Agrigento and all those unbelievable ruins. The best of Rome and Sicily for nine nights with Perillo and Joe Piscopo, who's going to give you a performance at that special dinner you're going to have with him in Rome. How are you going to find out how to get involved with this October 18th to 28th tour? October 18th to October 28th. You're going to go online to Perillo, P-E-R-I-L-L-O, tours.com. That's Perillo, P-E-R-I-L-L-O, tours.com. Or call one 800 Four three one fifteen fifteen one eight hundred four three one fifteen fifteen October eighteenth is this Arthur Idala? Yes, this is Arthur Idala. I think this is a ritual. It's been a week since I ran into you. Who's this, in Neil? Milan. Neil from Milan. 
Hey, what's up, Neil? Who found you? We've been texting. Oh. He found me. Oh, let me tell you something, Neil. That you was... didn't even give me that photo, and he found me. I know I didn't, because I, I, I don't know if I took secret, the photo. With, well, first of all, I don't want to. I don't want to take up it. Neil's airtime. Oh, good. Yeah, I got it inside. Neil, too. what you have to realize is the, the guy who I was with, David Bitter. Uh, we, his real name is David Spring. He um. He listens to my show all the time, right? And he and he's a he's a great listener because he critiques me. He tells me I should do this differently, that differently. He's wonderful. He's one of my clear closest and dearest friends. So we had just 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 arrived. As a matter of fact, the two people who were traveling with John Esposito and Noel Broadbaugh, they went stay when we got to the hotel. They stayed there to take a nap, and uh, David and I just had a. Well, we both had an espresso, but I had one a cafe corretto with a little bit of a uh, little vecchia romana brandy in there. And when we walked into you, you know, I wasn't sure. First of all, you looked so familiar. I said to you, I go, I know you. And then you said, no, I know you. And it was, that was just a lot of fun for two guys. David and I know each other for just about 30 years. And, you know, as excited as you were, trust me, Dave and I were more excited. And I was even more excited when he told me the story yesterday, Neil. That, it's, it's totally remarkable. I, I would add that I started working in the real estate title insurance business down on Court Street back in 1987. I worked for the New York City Law Department at 210 Jerusalem Street. I've walked where O'Keefe's, all the references you've made. I've lived in Diker Heights. I got married at the uh, Diker Heights Golf Course. Uh, go down to 3rd Avenue in Bay Ridge with my wife to have dinner. It took a trip to Milan to see you, Artie. Uh, uh, listen, un- I was unbelievable. The, of Brooklyn. the first, power of the radio. First of all, yes, there you go, Jerry Crowley. The power of radio. The, um, the you know, you mentioned Two Ten Jerolliman Street. That's where I started in the Brooklyn District Attorney's Office. That's where I met the guy who I was with when I was with you, David Spring. And um, I mean, those are such great memories. O'Keefe's. I almost jumped in there today. Because another dear friend of mine from high school, uh, John Lello, sometimes bartends in there during the week. So, oh, and obviously the Diker Golf Course. I mean, our office in Brooklyn, you can you can literally, literally hit a golf ball from our office in Brooklyn on 13th Avenue and 82nd Street into uh, into one of the greens. So, by the way, tell us a little bit. I know I saw you in Milan, and you were leaving the next day. Why were you in Italy? Were you just there hanging out? Oh well, uh, I, my brother's living in Geneva. And I went over with my mother, who's 83, and my aunt, who's 75. And uh, it's been a life dream to go into Italy. And so I was able to speak to uh, my brother and convince him that it was worth the drive. Uh, and we went, we drove from Lake Geneva to, to Milan, and we spent three days in Milan, and we took it all in. And So that was that the first time you were in Italy? And that was the very first time I was in Italy. And you know what's amazing, Neil? This is, I mean, this is a little nuts. So I was with uh, the, the group I mentioned for the first two days of my trip. But then uh, when I got to Florence, my friend who I lived with in Florence in 1984, whose his bloodline is Greek, but he lives in Geneva. He lives in Lake Geneva. And he drove... He, I saw you on Wednesday. On Friday, he drove from Geneva to all the way down to Florence and Medicine Florence, where he and I lived together 39 years ago, the summer of 1984. 
and he and I have been friends through all the years. He's I've been to his house in Switzerland. I've been to his house in Flor- in, in France. He's been to my house in in New York. Um, and what a wild coincidence! But you're no longer Neil from New Jersey. You're now Neil from Milan, Italy. <laughs> I totally appreciate that, and you were very kind. Uh, I'm always respectful, and and I didn't ask you for a picture. You you all you asked me, and and you were so gracious. I cannot even express um, how much it meant to me to run, not only to run into you, but then how gracious you were in our exchange and in our encounter. And, Oh, it was my pleasure. I was I was absolutely flattered, and my my buddy Dave usually listens to this on the podcast. He's walking his dog probably right now, which will be tomorrow morning, and he's going to be leaning up against the car, laughing so hard about this episode because it was just it was one of the highlights of the trip. You know, we've been back now a couple of days, and our encounter with you is one of the things of which we still speak. So, Neil, thank you for uh, for making this happen. Joni, thank you. And, and I fell off the chair when he told me this yesterday, Neil. Oh, yes. Joni was very, very I proud. Was like, what? So, thank you. And, and, Neil, if you need to know any facts about the Brooklyn Bridge or the opening yeah, of the Brooklyn all. Bridge, Joni, Joni is here for you. All right, Neil? Oh, good to know. All part. right, Neil. You give us a call anytime you want. You're part of the family now. You're always part of the family. Whenever you want, you can come over Christmas Eve. I'll cook for you, whatever you need. Uh, sir, I can't, I can't thank you enough. I'll bring the pastries from Alba. Ah, there Please you go. Do. All right. God bless you. Thanks, Neil. We'll talk to you soon. God bless you. All right. Be well. Wow. well that, How okay. fun was that? Thank he you. literally texted me yesterday. Thank right you, Joni. That was a surprise. That was super surprise. I, I did not know who was coming on the air. <laughs> Spring, I hope you're out of the gutter giggling your, your tail off because... We had less tech issues than DeSantis, let me tell you. Yeah, I'm glad. And that recovered really well. I you want to thank Chuck Thies for jumping on the line. Yeah, and yeah. I want you to want thank some more facts? Marano was the one who gave me a hard time. You're not going to talk about DeSantis? Okay, I know. Marano, Thanks I'll a talk lot, about Marano. It. I'll talk about it. You know, I will. I guess it was newsworthy. You know, I, I want to... Before I go, I want to congratulate somebody. Um... There is a new, it's a law story, there is a new chief administrative judge of the New York court system. And um, the, the chief administrative judge is not on the court of appeals, which is the highest court, but he is a judge that has a tremendous, tremendous amount of power. Um, I'm just going to read the first paragraph. Supreme Court Justice Joseph A. Zayas, Z-A-Y-A-S, an associate justice of the Appell Division Second Department the past two years, was officially named on Thursday Chief Administrative Judge of the New York State Unified Court System, the highest-ranking administrative position within the state judiciary. Zayas makes history as the first Latino to serve in the role, a court spokesman said. But you know what, Joni? What? His father's Latino. (gasps) Guess what his mom is? Italian? You got it. I I was like, wait, what? You got (laughs) it. I I had had a couple of cases with Judge Zayas. He's a great, great even-handed, down-to-earth, regular guy. He was the chief administrative judge. He's like, oh, of Queens, before he was on the appellate division, oh, come up to my office, come up to my chambers. We, we oh, worked no. out a case together where the Queens DA's office wouldn't give me what I wanted, and he did give me what I wanted. It was on a youth case. It was a young person who needed some help. Not a youth case. Not like a youth. That. A youth. <laughs> like um, but I, I, I don't know how it came up. I think maybe because I invited him or Marion invited him to the Rapallo Award luncheon in his capacity as the chief administrative judge of of Queens County. And he's the one who said, well, you know, you could honor me as well. I mean, he said it 
jokingly. He wasn't um, gauche. Like, I was gauche when I asked Morano to give me a commendation for bringing him to Springsteen, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he was like, you know, my mom's Italian. I was like, really? Um, and then there's also Judge Garcia, who is on the, he's one of the seven judges on the Court of Appeals, which is the highest court. And this year at the Rapallo Award, Judge Singus, who is Greek, said, you know, Artie, you can honor Judge Garcia next year. I was like, how am I doing it? Because this year we honored Judge Canataro, who is obviously Italian. And she, Judge Garcia's mother's Italian. And he, he actually said, he goes, I, I, I very much identify with my Italian heritage. Wow. But, you know, we always look at the last name like Pelzer. And I'm German. So was Roebling. Nobody. Oh, here we go. Back to the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, yeah. I'm going back. (laughs) All right. San Bellino, how are we doing? We're good, man. Yeah. We got we got a little (laughs) we had a very varied show today, but I will tell you, I enjoyed it. Beauty of live radio. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. We had technical issues. Welcome you back, San Bellino and Arthur. Yeah. And um, uh, we are going to do something next Thursday night that I'm very excited about. I want to thank Andy and Matt. We're going to be broadcasting live from the Richmond County Country Club where the Christian J. Santo Legacy Foundation is having their golf outing, and then they're having their big dinner thereafter. So um, we're going to do the show live from there, and we're going to have Christian Santo's parents, William and Karen, on, and I'm sure his sisters will come on. And we're going to have the recipient of their um, honor Yes, they raised their, the show. They're, they're raising money yep. um, for a person who's sig- significantly fantastic. disabled who needs um, a very, like, high-end wheelchair. So we are, you know, we're giving back there, Joni. We're Absolutely. giving back. I think everyone is there as volunteering. We're all volunteering our time. And, of Absolutely. course, I'll make sure Sambolino and Andy get a nice steak dinner, so they'll uh, be fine. Sambolino won't be with us that night. Again. Unfortunately, he's <laughs> Again. launching. He's launching. This guy takes more vacations than Howard Stern. Business. I know. He's launching a his, I'm trying his, to get up he's to his helping level. his cousin launch a, launch a business. All right. Yeah. Well, Sambolino, you know I always like when you're around. You're going to around yeah. June 22nd for I will definitely be around for that. All right. Okay. I need you around June 26th. Rest That's in good. peace, Tina Turner. Um, thank you, Joni, for all of these wonderful facts about the Brooklyn Bridge. I have plenty more for tomorrow. And I, I hope you guys going. enjoy the show. Tomorrow's Thursday. We'll be live and local as well. I'm hoping uh, the same for Friday. Uh, and then we got a Memorial Day weekend, which looks like we got some good weather, so I'm excited. All right, folks, have a great night, and thanks for staying with us here on the Author Idola Power on AM Especially 970. The answer, Neil. My hands they shake, my head it spins. Ah, oh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, take me in. The Arthur Idola Power Hour is sponsored by Idola Bertuna and Cammons, PC. Portions of the Arthur Idala Power Hour, sponsored by Hempleaf. We won't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.